0: Welcome everybody to hanging out with Howie. With me, I have Alex the Bubble from Cyprus, I'm a good friend over the interwebs here. My road dog John Callie from Bo- my cousin from Boston. <laughs> I was ready <waiting laughs> to use that line.
1: They <laughs> were basically related yeah. at this point.
0: And Who is of this? Course, my cousin from Boston. Boston. Yeah, from Boston and the one and only Mr. Jay Brennan from Temecula, California. Hey everyone, cheers. So Alex, you you um, had a great idea for a topic.
2: Let's hear it. Okay, yeah, it's uh so basically is why is the DJ or how come the DJ is sometimes the last person to be booked? And how I came about that mm-hmm. is because. I work with various hotels and wedding coordinators, and one hotel I would advertise on their Facebook page, uh, my services, as DJ Alex, and obviously they have several DJs, not just myself, and uh, brides would then book, you know, say the dance floor from me, uh, but then I'll be DJing somewhere else, and uh, this was Mm -hmm. causing confusion because the brides would come in and say, oh yeah, I booked the dance floor or fireworks or this, that and the other with the DJ, and the wedding coordinators were going, you know, speaking to their DJ that was booked for them, and the DJ would be saying, no, I haven't booked it with me. You know, so it was a bit confusing as to who who they booked it with. So they asked me to create a secondary company specialising in just that to advertise on their page. And I did so, so I'm advertising as, you know, Uh, wow factor weddings as opposed to DJ Alex so it's less confusion then I started DJing on uh, sorry started advertising as wow factor weddings on other uh, DJ pages or sorry wedding pages and getting bookings through there and then asking them oh by the way you know I also DJ it's not just the dance floors because they're coming to me as somebody that's supplying dance floors and this that, and the other and they said "Uh, no we haven't you know, we've booked everything else, you know, uh, but we haven't booked a DJ. And I was like thinking, it was a bit surprising because you're booking a dance floor from me, but you're not, you haven't booked a DJ yet. You've got the dance floor, you've got the people to fill it, but you haven't got anybody to play the music for. Uh, so it just came about and I, th- I thought that so many brides have contacted me and they haven't booked uh, a DJ, but they're booking everything else. So I thought, well, hang on a sec, you know, how can the you know, how can I sort of like take this to my advantage? So by having advertising something other than dj services has been able to get me dj work before they've contacted even thought about contacting dj's in general you know and i just thought uh, it's an interesting subject the uh, brides for some reason are still considering that dj's aren't that important it's still a secondary thought and not a primary thought along with you know it's even secondary to flowers catering you know, obviously, venue is generally the first thing that uh, they think of. You know, but again, it's secondary to photographers or anything else. So it was just an interesting idea that I thought, like, you know, by doing it, going through that avenue, it's a way of sort of jumping, jumping the gun. Um, when the brides then think, oh, now i book the dance floor. Oh, now I should book a DJ, not the other way round.
0: That's a, a fair uh, observation. Um, I think we are the last to be hired. <laughs> I think
3: videographers are the last.
0: You think? Oh Well,
3: Well, I've worked with a bunch and I've said, like, oh, we should try to get in there. Like, you know, dude, I'm the last one to come in if they've got money left in the budget. I'm like, I never thought of it that way. But even in my wedding, Mm -hmm. the last that we discussed it as is we'd lined up all the vendors and got down to if we have enough money left over, let's get a videographer. Mm. So I, I agree with Alex. It's kind of shocking to me that. You know, we're still late in the game. I'm fortunate where I am, you know, of the weddings I have this year, I think 97% of them are at one venue, and the venue is very clear when people sign the contract. They hand them a list of vendors, and the owner points and says, these are the three, the florist, the photographer, and the DJ I recommend. And they go, oh, okay, we'll, we'll give everyone a call. And then she turns back and just says, if I got married tomorrow, these are the three I would hire. Oh, we should Mm -hmm. call them. And then they'll call the florist and the florist will be like, do you have a DJ and a photographer? Because these are the two. So we do it to each other. They'll call me first. And Mm -hmm. I'll say, have you got like photo in this? Because this is who you should hire. Mm -hmm. So I I agree with Alex though. For the most part, it's shocking how late in the game we can come in on it.
0: Yeah, I've had it where it's like, they... When I gave them the price, um, they were like, Well, that's not in our budget. And I said, Well what what do you what do you what do you think is you know, what is your budget? What do you think is for well, we were thinking like three hundred bucks. And I said I said they said, That's all we have left. And I said, Well, I'm not your guy. Um, you know, I mean that's, yeah. You know, they spent the money elsewhere and it's, you know, but, uh, one has a priority. Uh, yeah. You know, well,
1: there's a lot more writing on a wedding. There's a lot, lot more importance than if it was just a birthday party or an anniversary. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hall food and DJ. It's, it's a very short list and mm-hmm. we can follow as number two or number three. We may even get above the food. Uh, but when it comes to a wedding, there's mm-hmm. so much else to coordinate and they're like, Oh yeah, we got to get someone for, for the music. And, <clears throat> You know, and it's, it's a whole interviewing process. Flowers, it's like, well, the flowers will show up, there'll be flowers. You know, but a DJ, it's, is this person going to do the announcements right? Do we get along with them? It, it's mm-hmm. more of an interview process. Um, just right. because of what's at stake with weddings, I think inadvertently we fall a little lower on the totem pole.
3: Mm-hmm. To so yeah.
0: to Unfortunately.
3: That's a super interesting point. I had two phone interviews today, both of them non-wedding. One for a birthday party, one for another party and they were super adamant about how important I was in the chain one is in two weeks and they hadn't signed the contract yet for the venue Mm. she's like I'm signing the contract today so I'm not that late in the game if she's signing the contract now so this was obviously Mm -hmm. put together kind of last minute the other one is in May Mm -hmm. and it's a Sunday afternoon you know not a huge demand maybe day but It was interesting to see the dynamics, how different they were than with brides and grooms. You know, and now I'm coming up because of, you know, lockdown. I'm getting emails every day from clients who I've never met. Mm -hmm. And it's still a weird reality. I used to meet all my clients. But about a year ago, all of a sudden, everyone just went to email. This is the date. Are Mm -hmm. you available? How much? Good. Send me a contract. We'll talk. And now a year's gone. And I look at the email chain and it's like, Last email was March twentieth, twenty twenty one. Now it's like, hey, we're getting married in two months. Just wanted to talk. I'm like, that's why I sent the email first. <laughs> yeah, you know. I
2: think I think the pro- the problem is uh, clients don't understand the uh, the the uh, importance, you know, of the DJ. You know, it's a bit like they they you know, they go to they go. Uh, to the street with all the restaurants, and they see one restaurant has steak for $10. The next restaurant has steak for $25. And they go, "Oh well, you yeah, know, $25 is a lot of money, you know. And they go to the restaurant for a $10 steak. They get the steak, and, you know, it looks delicious, you know. It all looked good on the, uh, you know, on the pictures and everything. They bite into it and realise it's really tough. And then they wish they but they went to the restaurant next door with a $25 steak because everybody mm. in there has got this beautiful, soft, you know, delicious steak, you know. And that's, I think that's the issue here, you know, with DJs, they go, well, it looks good and that looks good, you know, but that's cheaper than that one. But why is that DJ cheaper than that one? And they had this idea that, well, DJs, you know, should be this price, you know? Well, there's a reason why some DJs are that price and that price, you know? So mm-hmm. they, they think, oh, well, you know what, 500 bucks, that's enough, but they don't do any research as to what they get for 500 bucks.
3: Well, you know? they, they don't know what they could have had.
2: With right, a steak,
3: yeah. you can next week come back to that other restaurant and go, man, this is mm-hmm. so much better than that $10 one. But if you hire the $500 DJ, you have your wedding, some people dance, it goes okay. Like it's not the best wedding you've ever been to. It goes it goes well. I mean, there were $500 mm-hmm. DJs in everyone's market that's on this you mm-hmm. know, show who will do a good enough job that people leave and go, DJ was good. Yeah, I played some good music. I danced a little. We had a good night. hmm But it's not the wow factor. It's not the wow. This was and I tell clients in meetings, I say, I want your wedding to be the wedding that in six months or a year when your friends and family go to the next wedding, they'll look back on your wedding as I had no idea how amazing that wedding was till I went to another wedding Mm -hmm. because I went from having a twenty five dollar steak to having a Big Mac. And I realized, wow. (laughs) i could this this is the bar because that's what's going to get you me and everyone else bookings Mm because they're going to call and go man we went to a wedding last week the dj was terrible what's your what was your dj's name he was awesome my daughter's getting married Mm -hmm. you know it's job security
1: yeah sure and the last time they hired a dj too would probably have a lot to do with what well, they have in their mind for the values they're like oh we did a christening with you like 16 mm-hmm. years ago and now we're doing the sweet 16 party mm-hmm. um now, that, well it's been a while so the price is, <laughs> is it
3: is it us not educate i've always believed it's the dj's fault that we're not educating clients well enough we're not getting the message out that there's a grave difference between a fifteen two thousand dollar dj and a 500 weekend warrior who has every right to go out and make a living on the weekend because he has a full-time day job and he wants a little scratch, and I get that, and he, he should have that opportunity. But exactly. then then be upfront, and And I tell people, this is the sole way I pay the bills. I have right. a lot more then, riding on the line.
1: Sure. And that guy, yeah. he's only got like four hours a week to invest in being a DJ, and then the four hours he goes and plays because he's working 40 hours a week.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. You know and it's it doesn't make people bad but i think you know look at alex i mean alex has more gear than any of us you know and i know Mm -hmm. initially it's splitting off and renting and it's like i mean he's able to run two different companies simultaneously when the reality is the best thing a bride could possibly do is hire the one guy that's got everything right and not and not (laughs) worry about you know i've got a chocolate fountain from djj Mm -hmm. I got the bar from DJ John. I got a dance floor from DJ Alex, um, and I got uplighting. I mean, I've done those weddings where literally I walk in, mm-hmm. and I'm looking around the room, and there's uplighting from an uplighting company. Night, I'm like,
0: their start.
3: Where, where did the uplighting I mean, company come from?
0: Almost kind of. I,
3: I didn't even know that they had uplighting companies in my market. And I'll go over to the coordinator and be like, "Hey, you got the sheets? What, what did they charge them for uplighting?" She'll go through and be like, "Oh, it's eighteen hundred dollars." I'm like are you kidding me? They have like 18 lights around the room, $1,800. And some of them are so far away. You don't see them.
0: Yeah. I, I I never understood that. Um, uh, unless it's marketing, um, that that's all they do. I, I know that there's one where they'll mail you the up lights and then it, you know a single color that you tell them what color you want they program it and you know it's static and then you you know, as long as you mail it back but I'm thinking we have this stuff right you know why or, you know but I, in all fairness you know typically this is their first time doing a wedding or an event like that and sure. even if it's their second they they really don't know what they're doing they don't um, remember yeah in, you know especially if they're you know they haven't hired you know a, a planner of some sort you know
3: it's it's that educating i i was on a call with a planner and a bride two weeks ago bride hired me and the bride said that the hotel and i'll say the brand it was a hilton had already told her we do lighting we can do this this and this and i said okay mm-hmm. i'll tell you what this is what I offer at this fee. Or you can certainly go with the Hilton. But I can promise you it will be considerably more money. She's like, Okay, well, I've got this coordinator on site. And she goes, Can we talk in an hour? And both the coordinator and I were both open. I said, Sure, an hour goes by she calls back, she goes, whatever you want to bring, I'll pay you. I'm like, really? Yeah, she goes, because I, the I called the outrageous. Hilton, they wanted $2,000 right. for uploading i'm like did they say how many lights she's like they said they would fit the room with what it needed i'm like you have a hundred guests i could do nine lights and make that room pop because one Mm -hmm. side of the room is mirrors Mm -hmm. is windows the other three walls are brown i go i can do amber on three walls and make it Mm -hmm. look fantastic right and my my charge to you for the nine lights i want to do around that is 250. Yeah, no, do it, please. I'm I, I can't believe I even questioned it. I'm like, no, you've got to do your due diligence. But this is the issue is, we, you know what? Within a year, hotels will have light up dance floors and cold sparks and hazers. And, you know, at well, what point does the hotel say, hey, you know what? And you guys, whether you know or not, I used to work for a yacht company. Mm-hmm. We were getting married on the boat. You didn't have to worry about a cake, flowers. And we had all of that in house. Mm -hmm. so you signed the contract everything was in the contract they'd call me be like hey you're our dj i'm like great can't wait so how how far are we away from hotels saying let's do it all
2: Mm -hmm. actually i I disagree there because when it comes to having your cold sparks dance floors and things like that you have to be skilled to a point to be able to look after it you know dance stores are expensive because hotels. they're very high maintenance you know right but uh, hotels and would
3: so, try to make you know, money
2: hotels would be like oh the panels stopped working what should we do and they'll be like i don't know i just i just put it on the floor you know or cold sparks where do we you know is there somebody that's going to be dedicated to making sure that they've got the supply of the powder for example you know right. where do they buy yeah. it from you know, they is, the are they going to have somebody forward. trained yeah. enough to be able to use <clears> something <throat> as simple as the remote control? But then you're going to have another company come along and go, well, you know, what? we're going to line up five units across here. And as you mm-hmm. walk down, we're going to program them. So as soon as you go past each unit, they're going to go off one after the other. You know, and that's the company that's skilled in doing that, as opposed to hotels are just like, hey, John, put those fireworks out. And be like, OK, now, John, you've got to plug them in. Oh, OK. Nobody trained me up on that bit. You
3: know, yeah, but, so, Alex, you, you know. you've worked in enough hotels to know that a hotel is dumb enough sometimes to see dollar signs over what they need to do. I did a wedding at a Hilton years ago, and the bride bought lighting through them. Two track spots hanging off the ceiling, a couple of yeah. parkans, and then white parkans around the room. And they very clearly came in and said, Hey, here's what we're going to do. Here's this hog board, which was huge this is how you run it. And I'm like, I'm really sorry, I'm not running the board. And the the guy from the Mm -hmm. lighting company in the hotel said, What do you mean? I said, These are your lights, I'm not going to be responsible. If a light falls, someone will blame the DJ. Well, they're not your lights. I said, That's why I'm not running the board for you. And they had to bring a tech in which they weren't happy about. Mm -hmm. And I swear to you, I did the bride's wedding, her sister and her brothers have done all three of the family members weddings. Within an hour of the night, the two slow-moving track spots, one stopped. They had one track spot, two park hands, and six up lights around the room. She paid over $2,000, and the guy on the board, and he was sweating bullets. And I looked at him, I said, bro, I'm really sorry, but these aren't my lights. I'm not going to control your hog board, which if you don't know what that is, it's a massive lighting board.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah, which I
3: didn't understand, but it, it just shows that. Right. But I mean, this is probably 12 or 13 years ago.
4: Yeah.
3: And it was, you know, wow. I I was ready to put up a little truss and a T bar and have a couple of cool little lights and it would have looked really cool. We ended up with one track spot with no haze, no atmosphere, just doing a goofy Uh pattern. And that's you know, I agree with Alex. I don't know that they'll go to that extreme, but I think there's always somebody in the middle trying to make a buck off the wedding, unlike I the have, who's committed.
0: I've, I've seen it in um, my market around here with the large name hotels, like you mentioned, um, or like the more upscale uh, country clubs where they actually have an AV department. And the one client that I was working with ask me you know my advice um i said yeah we need a dj but now uh, you know we're going to be doing you know using their outdoor gazebo and the in-house av wants fifteen hundred dollars for microphone and a speaker on a stand for the ceremony and i said well I do all that I could here's what my package is and what it includes and they she was shocked but in-house AV for the bigger hotels is very expensive very
3: expensive Well and and I think one of the important things and this is advice to anyone watching this or anyone that runs into this there are some venues where I live where they have a gazebo It's behind the tent that they do the wedding in and they have speakers and a huge rack of amps and mixing boards and they provide the mics. And I tell every client that I've ever worked with there, if I'm going to do the music for the ceremony, I have to do the microphones Mm -hmm. and they look at me and they go, Oh no, you don't. They already have them. I said, and they won't sound any good. I've worked there. I've been there watching where I did reception and not ceremony. And the mics were terrible. They're people that work at a hotel chain. They're not mm-hmm. AV. You can call people right. AV. That doesn't right. mean anything. <laughs>
0: no, it you does. can call
3: people DJ, that doesn't mean anything. If you're a plumber, an electrician, a contractor, you got to be licensed, bonded, and insured. We don't, there's no standards. So mm-hmm. I just simply say I'm not being cocky or rude. But if you hire my services for the music, I have to do the microphones. Because otherwise, what will happen is when the microphones don't sound good that I'm not doing, I can't get on the mic later and go, hey, everybody, I just want to let you know I didn't let the bride and groom down. That was the I mean, it would be a mess. And they look at me and they Mm -hmm. go, so you'd rather take responsibility for everything. Yes, because I promise it will work. Yes, I promise it will sound good. I promise Mm -hmm. it will look good. I, I, if I'm responsible for from the first word to the last song then let me be responsible for that and let me do it with gear I know that works I I, I shudder when I hear the venue's got their own mics and you show up and there's some poor 19 year old kid who was a last week was a valet next week he's a busboy, but this week he's an AV tech and he can't figure out how to unscrew a sure handheld to get the battery in and I'm like ah. and if it goes south, the families, everyone's like, I'm paying fifty grand and this DJ's terrible. You hear the sound can with it. Right? <laughs> and and you can't but that's my point, John. That's why I say if you get hired at a venue, it's very easy to go, Oh, this is awesome. I'm gonna do this reception. I don't even have to worry about this. I'm set. No big deal. This is gold. I'm good. No, the other way around. If you're if you're the DJ for an event, and they're doing bits and pieces through somebody else, maybe not a dance floor like Alex, and maybe not fireworks. But if it's music and microphones that are genuinely, you know, genuinely our responsibility, Mm -hmm. and tell tell your client, please, this is my client this is what i would like to do this is what it would cost you this is this is what the package is and the reason being i'm guaranteeing it Mm -hmm. you're getting somebody who's worked all day in the hotel to run out here and hope they know the board hope Mm -hmm. they know what to do because if your mic goes out in the middle of the ceremony i can't help you then it's too late Mm
4: -hmm.
3: so i i've not learned the hard way but i've learned by watching Mm-hmm. Being old and mature enough to understand, we get blamed for everything. It's like screwing up the bride and groom's we intro do. name. That's yeah. ne- near impossible for the bet. You could party for five hours after that, six hours after that. Somebody's still leaving, they're going, man, what a great night. But remember when the DJ said the wrong name?
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> right? that doesn't just roll off. Ooh. Ooh. No. 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 <laughs> They, now, they're mm-hmm. renting hard stuff, like Alex, which I think is brilliant, that he's running two businesses simultaneously into the same venue. That's fine. Nobody's looking at a dance floor going, man, two of those pixels are out in the corner. This is ruining the day.
2: Right. No. <laughs> no, that's not ruining the day. It's, that, that's me, you know. That's yeah. me. It's, even when I see other people's whatever, you know, dance floors oh, yeah. or this, that, and the other, you know. You know I get, you guys probably know you know maybe it's just me but I go to nightclubs and the first thing I do you know I'm staring at the ceiling trying to work out what brand of lighting it is what you know what uh, model it is things like that and my friends yeah. say like are you okay Alex yeah yeah why It's like yeah you know, we thought you might have taken something why is that then well you just spent most of the most of the night just staring up at the lights you weren't even you weren't dancing or anything you just stared at the lights all night as if you'd like you know been smoking something It was like no I was just you know they had the, sugar the there, the American DJ there you know you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I yeah, what getting that mindset was, you know. to, uh, to troubleshoot in case something goes wrong. <laughs> yeah.
3: I, I found yeah. a light last week in Vegas. I'm staring at it and I'm moving it on the trussing. And Anna from Chave walks, it's a Chave light. Anna from Chave walks over, she goes, You like that? And I'm moving it around the ceiling. I'm like, This is awesome. And I kept staring at it People walking by going, Hey, Jay, I look like I was Rain Man over here. I'm like,
1: oh, <laughs> the lights.
3: I'm like, I got to get this. I know exactly where I'm going to use it. I'm going to put it in a corner. It's going to look like a waterfall coming down the corner wall. This is brilliant. Mm-hmm. But that's because we care, Alex. We care. We want to we we look better and different. And I hate to say it, but sometimes it doesn't take much effort to look better and different than everyone else that comes through there. Because it mm-hmm. will come back to you. The mm-hmm. wedding with all the Hilton lighting. That's a a coordinator I've known for 20 years, probably done 20 weddings with her. And she kept singing my praises on the phone. She's already hired. She doesn't have to praise me to her client. But boy, it certainly made it nice and easy. Mm -hmm. Certainly felt good to hear. And afterwards, we spoke privately. It's like, I'm so excited. I haven't worked with you in like two years, COVID, yada, yada, yada. You know, that's the ultimate goal. Have people do the work for you that are like, don't make a mistake and hire somebody else, you know, and like Howie was saying earlier before we even went on, you know, you rent gear to the venue. What about those cases where I go? I'm going to Cyprus to do a wedding. I need one of those dance floors. Oh, I can get one from Alex Right. or, you know, Alex knows somebody coming to Southern California. It's like, yeah, my friend's like an expat. They're getting married outside of Los Angeles in this winery town called Temecula. Wait a second. I'll call John C. See if he'll fly to L.A. and drive down to Temecula. But, you know, just saying, you know, it could be like, oh, wait, Jay lives there. You know?
2: I think mm-hmm. the, the the other thing about hiring equipment is uh, I've had uh, – in the last uh, month, I've had two clients say, oh, we're bringing a uh, music, because uh, by the way, for those who don't know, I do destination weddings, so most of my clients are from the UK, even though I live in Cyprus. Uh-huh. And they said, oh, yeah, we, we're bringing this uh, saxophone player, we're bringing a guitarist, you know. Can you plug into your equipment? And I'm like, no. And they're like, oh, why not then? Well, because if something goes wrong, you're not going to have the musician and you're not going to have the DJ either, you know. So, yeah, but don't worry, I've got, you know, xyz mixer speakers blah 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 i'll set them up stands etc they can plug into that anything goes wrong don't worry i'm there as a backup
3: i mean i get you know, they're traveling the money. yeah but it's yeah. i and always it's, tell clients if they're professional when they say yeah we, we're gonna hire a, a guitarist and a woman to sing for the ceremony i'm like oh well if they're professional they'll provide their own pa and amplifiers
0: exactly oh yeah I, I think they the, mentioned these guys are coming from the that. uk i'm
3: like yeah well hey alex yeah. I, I can go to Boston tomorrow to do a wedding. I have to hire gear. I mm. can't assume that, you know, well I just show up with a controller under my arm. You guys have the speakers, right? No. Oh, I gotta hire those? <laughs> just like a saxophone is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and if you're and by the way, my comment to the client is if you're paying him to fly from the UK. Exactly. Probably paying him good money, probably getting him a hotel. He's got some mm-hmm. coin left in his pocket. He's got a couple rubles or whatever you guys spend over there. He can simply go rent an amplifier.
2: Exactly.
3: Yeah.
2: Come on. The guys in like you know spend out about (laughs) late. Yeah. But I say to them, okay, no problem. It's this amount to hide the equipment? And they're like, really? It's like, yeah. It's like, but why can't? Like, no, I've explained. This is why you can't plug into. And they sometimes it's almost like in the I've been you know been offensive to them as to say like no they can't plug into my equipment. You know, well, first of all, my equipment isn't set up for live musician. I'm a DJ. My equipment is set up for a DJ. You know, mm-hmm. a live musician or a singer is not going to want to sing through my DJ mixer, no matter how good the mic inputs are. You know, because mm-hmm. it's not a mixing desk. It's not designed. You know, no, no musician turns up with a whatever Pioneer, Denon, uh, Newmark, whatever you know, DJ controller to sing. We stopped through. it just
3: one mm. next time, Alex. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna burn all the I, I think I told <laughs> you guys, I did a wedding in October and the mother of the bride came up and she goes, my niece has the most beautiful voice. She has a song on Spotify right now. And I like, look it up. Yeah. And it's like every other word is like an F bomb. And I'm like, whoa, it's like a trappy type track. She's like, is there any way she, you, sh- you know, just could she sing later? I said, oh, I'm so sorry. No, I only brought speech mics tonight. My karaoke mics are at home. These mics are only set for speech. And she's like, Oh, really? I'm like, yeah. Now I'm the expert. She walked away, told her the girl came up. She goes, yeah. So like, I thought I was, I was like speech mics, not karaoke. Well, it's not karaoke. Like if you could download, I'm like, that's illegal. No, no, no. It's my track. I'm like, are you on a label? She's like, yeah. I'm like, that that would be breaking the law, but yeah. the speech mic part is the one that kills me because I say it all the time. Hey, anyway, we could get some karaoke up in here later on? I'm like speech mics.
0: Speech mics. They
3: are. <laughs> I must feel like writing speech on the side <laughs> of all my mics, just going. <laughs> I have karaoke. what well, EQ setting. Just it's all. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so sorry. <See>? No tones. <laughs> yeah,
1: for talking only.
3: I mean,
0: well, and, and I'll we're, tell you, we're, about, we're laughing because you know a microphone's a microphone well
3: yeah but, but i'll i tell you I don't guys know where the trade secrets
0: like it's like shh, okay yeah, yeah.
3: Oh, no 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 I'll, I'll, i got the topic for later on off off air and if and if i'll throw this out there it's it's sort of on and off topic i have a wedding coming up where they've requested 5 hours of music the slowest song they've requested is a cascade song everything mm. is pure edm Duke demont For dinner with Swedish father daughter dance is Don't Worry Child by Swedish House Mafia or um, Bob Sinclair. No, Don't Worry Child is Swedish House Mafia. That's the father daughter dance. (laughs) Wow. And out of nowhere, the groom says to me today, Hey, you know, want to talk and this and that. By the way, the best man is a DJ. He's played at, and they name like the three biggest clubs in LA. It'd mean a lot if he could play later in the night and do a set. So I sent a response very quickly. I was like, hey, yeah, let's plan to talk next week, one night, we'll pick a day, um, comma. I've never let anyone DJ on my equipment due to insurance, slash liability, slash the fact that it's my full-time business, and I have a relationship with the venue where we've made agreements about music. So we can certainly talk about this, but you know, Right now, I can't really answer you because traditionally, in 25 years, I've never, never let anyone play at a gig on my gear. I've let grandma go with I let grandma.
0: I've done that yeah. where yeah. they, and, for, for a picture, they go right. like, oh, pretend at you know, And he's like, oh, I, to I, I
3: totally understand. We, we'll talk yeah. about it. Yeah, it just would yeah. mean a lot to us. I totally get that. I totally mm-hmm. understand that but that's where he brings gear and spe- and because that's more or less what I'm going to say you know and my line back was we'll discuss it um if we move forward on it I just have a mm-hmm. have I just have to have an addendum to the contract because mm-hmm. at that point I need that DJ to have his own liability insurance mm-hmm. I need a written guarantee there's no swears I need you know all, and people, confirmation he's not going to pin
1: all your eqs right and every, well, that's the thing
3: and and the, under, the understanding that i would stand directly next to him like like a kid like a babysitter uh, uh, because uh, yeah. and, and again <laughs> when when i get them on the phone it'll be easier for me to explain and just say guys i have no doubts that your your best man is the greatest dj since sliced bread but i've done weddings where john digweed walked up and said great gear and then walked away this isn't a club setting where you just abuse the gear i have to feed my wife and kids and everything like this is my professional job now somebody Mm -hmm. somebody very young or somebody who's loose or maybe a weekend warrior is going to hear me say all this and go what an idiot jay is he's such a jerk just let the dude jam let him rock some tunes (laughs) and when he's up there drunk and spills on your mixer and plays the f-bomb six times and the venue goes Hey, you have 44 more weddings here. They're all canceled. We're not going to let you play here. And now mm-hmm. I got to spend three grand on gear and I'm out of work. Could it happen? Absolutely.
0: Sure. It could. No,
1: one, no one's going to they... treat our gear the way that we treat our gear. Even no. That's, and that's, that's the that's, curse of the rentals. True. When you let it out of your yeah. control. No. You know, no one can run my lights like me. No one can run your lights like you, Howie, or Jay. Well, you
3: know what? And here's, and here's the best part. Because I know my clients don't watch this show. Here's all I got to do. I've already got my way out. It's going to be A, if he's playing those clubs, he's playing off sticks. Or if he's going laptop, he's probably going Serato. So all I got to do is make a left turn and go, oh, okay, well, here's the problem. This gear only uses record box. <laughs> like, like in my head, I'm already coming up with ways to defeat this You yes. go, Oh, well, <laughs> you know, if he wants to bring gear and speakers, I mean, that's a lot of work because mm-hmm. that happens all the time. My brother plays guitar. Can he plug in?
0: No. Plug into what? Don't you know?
3: I mean, like he's got to bring And you know, once in a while you get a real pro. That's like, Hey, my brother's going to play guitar later. He's bringing an amp in his guitar. Can Fine. he possibly just use a mic to make an announcement? Sure. Yeah. The brother the bride of the brother? Sure.
0: The but speech mic, right? It's mm-hmm. the yeah. speech
3: mic only. But it's <laughs> yeah. that whole and again it goes back to what I said a little while ago about education. Like how do we how do we collectively as an industry educate clients to understand the gear that's used once a week in the garage is better than the gear that's used for twelve hours a day in the Cafe La Bamba at the hotel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sitting in the sun, mm-hmm. baking and getting sticky from margaritas and salt. And that's the same gear that the hotel AV guys got to push out on the beach <laughs> to do your ceremony. And you wonder why it Hope, sounds a little weird. It works, yeah. So, you know, to Alex's point, it's not only about renting the gear and getting the gear, it's knowing that the gear is purposely built for the event we've all seen those goofy videos that probably five six years ago the famous like oh they're bringing an ipod or an ipad and they're plugging it into a speaker for the first dance and you know the bride's cousin comes up and changes the playlist and now no one can figure out how to find the song for the first dance Mm -hmm. and you know i don't want to scare my clients into liking me because they see the worst case scenario I just want them to understand that all wedding DJs are professionals, all wedding DJs have their best interest at heart. So until we clean up the market, until mm-hmm. we get everyone on the same page, we're always going to fight this uphill battle of we become the last one to get hired. And we're the least respected, but we're the most important on usually at the success of the event. You can join me next that. week in my podcast. We're going to be showing up some stuff. <laughs> that's
0: John, it. John, I'm going to let you take us out with some final thoughts. Go ahead.
1: Well, for me? Yeah, um, top bat. Go ahead. Top bat, kid. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, kid. Oh, I, I, uh, the, the big scheme of things, you know, we want to be out with our gear. I mean, if they're going to rent lights from the hotel, I'd, I'd rather have it be part of my package because I can control the outcome. You know, just like mm-hmm. you control the music, you control the mics, you control the sound, you're in charge of the whole operation. Nothing's going to go south on you. The big mm-hmm. picture is that everything is going to work beginning to end. And it, it's part of the whole thing. If if Bob from Bob's Lighting is doing his thing and he sends someone who doesn't know my music and his light shows out of sync, what I'm trying to do, it's it, it spoils the vibe. You know, it's not, it sure it's not does. complete. Mm-hmm. You know, it's our signature. It's It's mm-hmm. our thumbprint beginning to end and i think we should just really have the total control over it when possible if you're renting gear for a little side income um let it go make money for you while you're sitting at home but if you have the chance mm-hmm. to really incorporate everything into the big package i, I think you make a, a much bigger punch and really make a statement when it's all you I 100% you
0: well thank you all for tuning in. Thank you guys for, um, for being here. Thank you, Alex, for the topic and we'll see you next week.